0: What is synesthesia? It's a neurological condition in which information meant to stimulate one of your senses, stimulates several of your senses. So, for our guest tonight, who lives in Amsterdam, she sees the manifestation of auras around people. Aside from that, she grew up with an acute awareness to the invisible world. As a child, she remembers being invited by trees to live with them. She has a story about this capre, which lives in the tree beside her house. And she shares with us a very unusual experience with an entity which could have been out of this world. Enjoy. Hello, we have a special guest uh, tonight. We have someone from Amsterdam. I don't know where exactly in Amsterdam, but somewhere in Amsterdam. uh, We we met her through uh, a chat in Reddit because she had a very interesting story about uh, growing up with uh, abilities and uh, a sensitivity to to this world that some people choose not to believe. So, uh, Jamie, do you want to share with us uh, how it started for you? At what age did you start seeing these things?
1: Uh, actually, it's always kind of been there for me. Ever since I was really young, I would always see, like, balls of light I would talk to trees I used to have everyone has imaginary friends when they grow up but uh, I had not not necessarily friends I, had, I just had people that would be in my room or people that would be at my school that nobody else could see and at first I really didn't understand and then later I realized it was normal so I got kind of scared of it so I stopped talking about it but it's always kind of been there in some way or another.
0: It's a particular interest for us because, again, for some people, just hearing about ghosts is already scary for them. But you mentioned you would talk to trees. And um, so I'm assuming they're like elementals. And do they appear as... I, uh, I want to bridge the gap between our con- our understanding here in our country of elementals and your understanding. Because here, they we see them as tree creatures. Some of them. Some of them are; they have like uh, roots in their body. Some people see them as uh, actual people. So, in your experience, what did you see when you said you talk to trees and you talk to those elementals?
1: Um, well, it's for, for me; it's a it's a little different. I I have seen things that that like in in our country we would consider them like fairies or something.
0: Mm-hmm, yes,
1: um, but. Uh, Yes, I would see orbs of light coming out of trees and they would kind of just float around. And also I've been able to sense emotions ever since I was a child. I have something called synesthesia, which is where two senses are crossed and mine are probably crossed with some sort of sight or ability, but it makes everything visual for me. But so I would see emotions from trees and they would kind of invite me to kind of like, they would be, well, well, you can climb in us, you can uh, join us and, uh, you know, we'll we'll try and protect you. And they would just kind of have chats with me, especially growing up. They would be very inviting, very. It it was very tempting for me to start living in the woods, (laughs) to just run away and live in the woods, because the trees were all very inviting and very, very. kind they're were, they were always like well you, you can come live with us you can kind of uh we'll, we'll try and protect you and so, so for a child that saw things that that were different from other people it was very yes. very tempting
0: yes in the philippines we have something similar uh, but here it's scarier for it's, it's a story you tell children to scare them so i'm mm-hmm. not sure if this happened to you also but they say that these elementals they invite if if they are attracted to you that's that, that's you, the usual story here in the Philippines if they are attracted to you they invite you oh come to our kingdom come stay with us and they will feed you food and once you bite that food you stay there in the kingdom so again it's, it's a similar story to what you're saying yeah when you when you communicate when you communicate with them do, does it, is it usually uh it's just through the mind you hear them and is it something like that or do you physically uh, talk with them
1: uh i tend to talk because i'm not quite sure how how much of my mind they can actually perceive if i mm-hmm. try and send it out but uh when i hear them it's it's kind of in the mind kind of not it's kind of this weird place in between so it's kind of difficult to uh really get a sense for it as as to what's if you're really hearing it or not it's somewhere yes. in between
0: you mentioned your uh, synesthesia it's from your description in your post on reddit it's something like reading auras right
1: uh in 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 my case yes, Every, yes okay. it's uh for for everyone it's different to synesthesia it's, oh, uh, okay. it's because what that is is just the, the scientific term for that two senses are crossed in the brain so mm. some people have that everything they hear turns to visuals or oh, okay. anything they taste is um colors or there's a person who learns german because it tastes like jam <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's, it's basically the crossing of information and for me the information that gets crossed with my visuals is that is the stuff that other people can perceive but don't really have visuals for no how yes. to explain
0: yes yes i can try to understand from from what what you were explaining so when you see, yes, do you see dark? <laughs> dark auras?
1: On visual, on visual, if if I look at just camera, I don't really oh, see okay. it. I it has to sometimes there, yeah. see it on pictures, but I, for this, is, uh, I, I don't see anything extra. Okay. But if I were to see you in real life, you would glow up in some color or another, and uh, I would see all kinds of emotions and possible past traumas. Oh, okay. Or very happy emotions and everything you just carry around you in this bubble of color and movement that I can kind of see constantly around people.
0: It, it reminds me of something that Sam said before that um, in his line of work, similar to what you were saying, that when you meet people, you kind of sense their what they're going through. Is it the same for you? Do, or do you just see it and not empathize with it?
1: Uh, no, I definitely empathize okay. with it. That's... Uh, it's it's very difficult to sometimes understand. Because I don't have context for why people yes. feel certain ways. Like I met a Buddhist monk once and he was very, he had this huge amount of anger with him and I, I couldn't understand it. And later I learned that he had been through some horrible stuff that he had been uh, tortured when he was younger so that that that's kind of what he carried with him but to see someone walk up to you and have this this bubble of just anger and is is very scared you don't really understand why they have that there and you don't know if it's aimed at you or if it's uh, w- what exactly that is and these can be lovely people but they can seem very scary yes. <laughs> because of what they carry with them
0: yes jamie would you mind telling us uh, at what age did you like accept your your abilities and your gifts
1: um, it was quite late because eventually I think I was around the age of eight I learned that other people couldn't see this stuff and I got really scared because I thought that I was maybe mentally ill or something uh, so I, I hid it I only mentioned it to a few people and then eventually, after some time, I read a book about synesthesia, and I, I I believe I was 18 at the time. And that's kind of when I started to accept, well, maybe this is something something more normal than I thought it was. And then I started trying to experiment with other people, like, okay, I, I see this. Is this correct? Or um, I... I said I see something here, or I, I see like the, the orbs, or and and that's kind of when I kept hearing like oh, this is correct. In one of the Reddit threads, I also t- talked about how with the ghosts, with how how I was in the park with someone, and he asked me to point out all the ghosts. He said he said well where do you see these these spirits? And I pointed them all out. And I said something about what I saw from them, like their emotions when they had passed and stuff. And then later it turned out that one of those ghosts was his own sister because he knew that she had died there. So he was kind of testing me. And the exact spot I pointed to is where she died. So then he he was convinced. He said, well... I've I've had people say I don't believe in this stuff usually, but when you say something, I believe it because it's always accurate. So that's kind of frightening.
0: <laughs> yes, but he could also see and feel, or he was just checking if you if you're saying the right thing.
1: He he was checking if I said the right thing based on what he knew. Like one of the one of the the spots I pointed to, a gang member was murdered, and I I sensed a lot of anger and surprise from from that spot and i said it feels like this was not a particular good person but that he died very suddenly didn't expect it and he said well yes there was a gang member who was shot in the back there and stuff like that and then i came to to, to the bridge where she had fallen off where she died i said "I, i see a smaller spirit there not really scared just kind of um, playing kind of at peace, and that's when he said, Oh, well, that's where my sister died when she was free. So, th- th- for him, that was definite proof that everything was accurate.
0: Yes, so for you, when you see ghosts or you see spirits, do they appear as uh just emotions? And just, uh, you feel let's say you feel for that kid, you feel a feminine energy, and you just see the like, uh Something uh, transparent or something or you or you see them as real people.
1: It kind of switches. Mm, okay. I have I, I have a theory on it. okay because uh, the the spots where where like, for instance, she died that that girl I so I see a sphere of energy, and I, it's gray and I get this sense from it. but I've also had sometimes that all of a sudden it will kind of turn into a person with an actual face and identity and stuff, or that I see, that I, I saw her spirit at his house later. Yeah, so she, she was kind of at two places at once, because the one spot was where her energy was, the imprint, and at the other hand I had the, where where she was kind of like playing around the house and keeping yes. an eye on her family.
0: What What's your, I mean, if you have a theory on it, but what are your theories on spirits? because again, uh, similar to from the people we've talked to who have these uh, also uh, these gifts, also these sensitivities, it's, it's, a, it's a different interpretation every time. Again, for me, this is the first time I'm hearing of your because it appears that your gift is your, your sensitivity your ability is connected to your sight. I mean, you see them, you see them differently, and then sometimes they form into again what 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 you told us. But with regards to spirits, do you think they have like a consciousness? So because they, they it's been said that some are like on a time loop. Let's say they died in that spot, they keep repeating what they did before they died. But so like your story that the spirit of the sister followed you. So there seems to be a consciousness to the spirits.
1: It's very difficult because it, my experiences have been different every time. I've had some that are just static, uh, in place, left energy imprints almost. I've had some that were on the loop. Like, for instance, I was I, I got so frightened. I was at a house or at a school that had been burned down. And I didn't notice at the time I learned that later. So. Uh, but there was this uh, woman constantly staring out the window. And um, well, she, she wasn't there, obviously. And and so eventually someone who was also kind of sensitive to this stuff kind of walked through her. And they said they felt something. And then all of a sudden she, it was like she woke up and her face turned into something horribly burned. And she started walking around or kind of running around very confused. And then she—I don't know if she kind of sensed us or not—but she kind of showed up at places around the house. All of a sudden, she she had been constantly static, and then all of a sudden she started moving. And uh, she followed me into the bathroom, but the door was closed, so she came through the door. And I was I was terrified. All of a sudden, I saw this burning face coming through the door. I was like, "Oh no!" I I got very scared. <laughs>
0: Again, this is a very similar. Sam Sam also told us a very similar story. But in Sam's case, he was walking, going home. I think Sam, is that correct? He was going home, and then he smelled something burning. And he was just walking and thinking, what's that smell? Oh, he saw a place where they had barbecue. So he was thinking, oh, it's just burnt meat. And once he got home and he turned around, there was a person with is a is it a burnt face Sam right?
2: It's a burnt literally a half burnt person, like from here to here.
0: And and Sam was like, no, not in my house, please. <laughs> he had to request for them to leave. I'm
2: um, actually like, um, I think what's really happening, it still does depend on the gravity of what literally happened to a person on their passing. Like for example, um, it is more scarier for for Jamie here to have seen the the bad guy right like it's heavier for her to be able to, to, to read that because it's all full of negativity in comparison with the girl passing because the girl's passing is more probably I, I feel like it's peaceful I, I haven't really you, you haven't really told us about what really happened to them but I feel like it's more peaceful hence her hunting is more freely that she can be able to follow or imprint from different positions because of the positivity that happened to her unlike the one the negative one that stuck
1: there yeah i i think that's accurate because um how she died she fell off the bridge with her uh, tricycle and uh, she hit her head and got stuck underwater and she, and she drowned she was in a coma for a very long time and eventually her parents had to just decide well she she's brain dead at this point so we have to let her go so they took her off the ventilation uh but so, so for me it was also kind of odd that she was in that spot because she hadn't actually died there she died in a hospital but that is where she fell in and became brain dead so it's kind of like it, it's definitely an interesting part about when someone actually dies yeah because i
2: think the reason why she would still be there is because um i feel like when when she fell from that bridge her soul literally left already so anything that the family brought to the hospital is just the physical form hence um you said a while ago the, the the patient was brain dead hence you know there's no one literally there anymore it's just an empty vessel
1: yeah Yes, that that's what I think too. And uh, yeah, so, so for her it was quite... Uh, it was she, she was literally playing and then all of a sudden she was gone. So she, she kind of has that happy, uh, playful energy around her still. She was always going out exploring when she was a kid. That's how this happened. She She just cycled off and fell off the bridge. So I think that that is kind of that point where... That's why she she follows her mom around and stuff. Yeah, because she she still has that. How she follows her mom around. Uh,
0: here, some some ability people. I'm not sure if you 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 believe in it, of course, but here some ability people. They when they they consider those lost souls. I mean, they haven't moved on, or they haven't. Again, the concept of moving on is sometimes tied to a certain religion. But uh, some people they they decide to there's a group here before that they call them spirit questers that when they're lost souls, they try to help these souls move on or to, do do you, do you have that, do you feel that sense of uh, responsibility or do you feel like, okay, um, I'm not going to mess with whatever they do, they're doing where they are.
1: Uh, It kind of depends on the person really, Mm. because it's, I've I've had I have done it a couple of times. Okay. But because for me it's also very Yeah, well I am not quite sure what I believe in, so I can't exactly say like yeah. oh go to the light or yeah, anything. Yeah. Because I, I and often times when I have tried I would sense that the reason that someone is still there is because they're scared. Ah, uh, okay. So they, they feel like they may they may be judged if if they pass on because they were not in their own eyes, a good person in life. And I've also had conversations with spirits that were like, well, I know I can leave anytime I want. I just choose not to because I want to be here for the people that, that they left behind.
0: You've communicated with spirits that told, I mean, that have said that to you that, oh, I'm staying because of someone, probably a family member or so a loved one. Yes. C- can you tell us a story about that or if, it, if it's not too personal?
1: uh well it was um i don't know where that was because that's that's the thing if you have this constantly because i have all kinds yes. of experience i've yes. had experience with negative entities positive entities maybe angel i don't even know what... Yeah. very very light spirit they're
0: beings of light beings of light that are very bright
1: yes uh but this was a, a regular uh spirit as far as they exist yeah. of course and they I asked, well, why aren't you moving on? Because you you seem very peaceful. You seem very at ease with what happened. And they said, well, yes, I can move on, but I want to stay here to make sure that my wife is okay. And he he, he said, because I know that she's struggling and I want to give her the sense that I'm there with her. Mm. And then when she's ready to move on, I will too.
0: So it appears it's it's a decision you make when you pass. I mean that's a new concept even <laughs> to me. It's a decision you make. You can choose not to, not to move on.
1: I don't think everyone gets that choice, but oh. I do think that some do. Cho- I f- think it depends on the death. If, like for instance, I don't think that that guy that was shot. I don't think he chose to stay in the park.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I think like what
2: you what you said a while ago, Jamie, that. Um, <clears throat> it does still depend depend on the spirit like especially um i don't know about you've seen the ghost whisperer the one with jennifer love you yes yeah that um there are times and i believe that is somehow there's truth behind it because there are times that for example this spirit decide to stay um and you know um linger with his wife or with someone some of their loved ones that it, it actually does makes make it hard for the loved ones to move over, be, to move on, I mean, because yeah. they still feel the presence of their loved one right there. Like, for example, the, the, your your story, Jamie, that um, this person, this spirit doesn't want to move on because of his, his wife. But the wife will continually be feeling that the love of his husband, yes. hence the wife will never move on because... It's a, co- it's a very comfortable place for her right now and once that does fester it, the spirit does part it in a in the layman's term it's the spirit gets spoiled and it it gets negative uh, through the through time eventually this pers- this spirit that that hunts the the wife will eventually become a negative spirit that will attack and will literally haunt Anyone around the wife, and that's what I feel like we need to make sure that we still move them on, because if ever that they you know stay in, they will attack anyone that will attach them. Like for example, the wife fell in love again. That's for example. So that means that the spirit will attack the person, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Have you experienced that, Sam? Have have you have you met a spirit that was uh, too attached that? I guess yeah, yeah. negative
2: um I think well not to me not negative to okay. me but like for example okay. like, remember the old guy that I keep on telling you that waves at me waves at me before oh like yeah when, the I was it, young, it, yes. when I was kid um, for the longest time he, he was really peaceful even for me I can see him like still wave at me but on the specific location when I was young everything was fine I saw him there he's just hunting the place and that's not a problem with me. But then after like a couple of years before I returned in my teenage years, everyone is now scared at that location. So that means that the positivity that was then before turned negative because it everyone else is now feeling it, but not for me because I still, you know, I think that the the, the spirit that has been seeing me has the familiarity of me. Like, okay, yeah, Sam is there. I, I know that he can see me, whatever. That's fine. I'll wave at him on a constantly basis, but for everyone else, I don't want them. So let's let's haunt the the place. So I yeah that that's that that happened to me
1: once or twice.
0: How about for you, Jamie? Was it? Do do you have a similar experience or?
1: I have had something similar happen to me, uh, but to be honest, I do not. I'm I'm not quite sure how to deal with that stuff. Oh, yes. I do try and help them move on when they. Uh, are able to when i'm able to convince them but yes. i also think and it depends on how convincing you are as a person yes, yes. <laughs> and i tend to be a very soft natured person which is uh, probably also why the, the the tree spirits or whatever um were also very attracted to me as a kid but it also attracts a lot of negative beings around
0: can you, can you tell us about that and what you've been doing to protect yourself?
1: Uh, well, I've, I've had a couple of um, I've had a couple of interactions with more negative entities. I'm not quite sure how I would call them. Most, most people would call probably call them demons. Yeah. Um, I had uh, or, or the shadow people. Some people call them. Um, I used to ha- I used to kind of see them every once in a while when I was a kid, and eventually I remember that. When I was younger, they, they were at one point I woke up and found them uh, surrounding my bed and they they, they kind of wanted to take me with them. they said, well, you, you're, you're ours and we will take you with us. And um, they, they start. They, it felt like they were starting to pull at me. And then all of a sudden, a black cat with very green eyes jumped on top of me and then they disappeared. And then I... I I I was awake. I I know I was awake because I asked my sister later. And um, the cat just sat on my lap for a while. It was very heavy on my chest and everything. And then uh, eventually it just kind of purred and walked off and disappeared. (laughs) And every time they came back, they came back a few times, those negative entities. Every time the cat would jump on my lap and you would see like paw prints on the blanket. Yeah. Even though we have we have no cat, yes, and there was no way for a cat to get in. It's uh, every time you would see paw prints on the blankets.
0: This is similar to some stories that cats. There, there's another story I heard before that I think someone we interviewed that he felt a cat protected him from again evil. You would say demonic entities or spirits. Have, have you heard of just a quick question? Have you heard of the agenda? No. No. Okay because um we actually talked again i'm trying to meet uh different perspective get different perspectives from around the world uh we recently talked to a person who i met again in in reddit on reddit she's from denmark and um again she same as you she was born with this gift and she kind of cultivated it early on and i'm not sure if, if for you you've experienced it also but have you gone that route? Have you experienced extraterrestrials interacting with you uh,
1: well i don't I don't think extraterrestrials like i said I've, I've I have had like beings of light communicate with me and um uh, well, I've had commu- beings of light beings of darkness. I've had things that uh, claim to be not from outer space but from a different what almost parallel dimension yes. to sort ours of or the fourth dimensions or something and um, yeah it's it, especially when I was a little bit older I was in my 20s and I joined a group that kind of tried to cultivate their own abilities and my abilities as well and that's when I started to experience some really really strange stuff including the stuff about the beings from possible fourth dimension or something. And they did look kind of alien, but they never claimed to be from outer space. So it's kind of a gray area, I guess.
0: Can you tell us about that? It's very interesting. I mean, if if you're open to sharing it. Uh, Which part? About about interacting with a a being from a a different dimension. Again, the the story of the person we talked to, Maria, the explanation is... They're extraterrestrial, they're from different worlds. And again, different worlds could be interpreted as different dimensions, of course. Can you can you talk about that particular experience where you interacted with a being from a different dim- dimension?
1: Uh, well it was around the time that I was uh, as they as that group said I was being spiritually awakened specifically. They had some rituals to try and c- kinda work with your energy the um Reiki. And they they would kind of use it to like help you advance your your spiritual connections. And uh, it was I think a few weeks after I was sitting at home, and all of a sudden I heard this very weird sound, and it looked like my wall turned into. A, there was suddenly this depth to my wall that was that was not real. And um, it was like there was a snowstorm right there, just outside of my wall. <laughs> which is, which sounds really weird. And then all of a sudden, uh, this very tall, almost bluish, grey being came through. And talked, but it, I, I can't quite explain because the sound, it, it didn't even sound like something that I can explain. That yes. I've, It's nothing that I've ever heard in this world it was like all kinds of sounds perfectly mixed together yes and uh basically it, it it said some things i could not understand the word of it and then it kind of faded away
0: so so even if it was like verbal let's say i mean verbalizing the to you it was coming to you through thoughts is that is that how you understood or or you did not understand what it was saying?
1: Uh I got well. It yes, it was me- mentally. I kind of understood the gist of it. Yeah, and I understood that this was something that was not from our plane of existence. Yes, and it kind of said like it 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 expressed some kind of curiosity, but the sound to to me it. Yeah. it I mean someone else was in the room with me but it sounded absolutely deafening okay. in my ears it sounded like and I couldn't make any sense of what it was of what I was hearing yes. but what I felt from it I, I kind of got the gist of it so it's kind of a great area I think
0: So the person with you in that room is it was there another person with you in that room Yes oh, so they never they didn't see any or didn't hear hear or see any of that No just you yeah Yeah Maria, the 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 person we talk talk to, she's saying that these uh, the agenda. She's saying the agenda. These are like demonic. You could say demonic. She's saying you could say they're demonic, but they're evil uh, beings, and mm-hmm. they try to control people with abilities. So it just it it just clicks to me that that those shadow beings trying to get you. Might be connected to to what she was saying, because yeah. Uh, yeah they they try to they try to hinder people with abilities because you get a, a wider view of the world, and she's saying for people like me because I do not have abilities it's 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 a simpler life, not seeing the evils and the different things around us
1: yes, well I, I imagine that's true, um, but also I'm not sure if if it, it's all one thing because I've also had, experienced something else. and I'm I'm not I'm still not sure if it was a demon or just a very corrupted spirit, but uh, that was uh, that that was a lot more extensive than my connection to to these things that popped up on my bed. Yes, and uh, that that that's probably one of the scariest experiences I've ever had. That the one uh, that I'm talking about now, but it was. In, that that in no way felt extra planetary or extraterrestrial okay. or any. It it was just pure malevol- malevolence. Malevolence, yeah.
0: C- can you can you tell us about it? If you, if, if again, if you, if you if you if you if you're okay to tell us about it.
1: Um Yes. Well, it it involves a big deal of superstition and uh someone else's story, but I think that um, as long as I don't reveal any names, I think it should be fine. <laughs> yes, and uh, I don't think they'll they'll be uh, hearing from hearing of this yes <laughs> uh, it's a it's it's a bit of a long story <laughs> basically this is um that same person that um i we briefly that that i talked about with his sister it was basically um this this was someone I was in a relationship with for for a short while and um when I went to his house, there was this one room that was really, really... Uh, well, it, that was just horribly scary. I immediately felt like a heavy presence. I heard laughing. And I saw almost like shadows that were flitting across the room really fast. So I was really uncomfortable with it. This was in but, a house? Uh, sorry, you know, this was in a house? Yes, this was, this was in a house. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I I told him about it, and he actually confirmed that a lot of scary stuff had been happening there. That uh, there was this whole history to it, and it actually followed through. I actually got quite involved with it later in a way that I was not particularly comfortable with. Yes. But... um, yeah, so I, I I kind of asked him about it, and he said that the spirits that was there had actually been haunting that room since he was a little kid, and um, all of it, he, he had several siblings. All of the siblings, anyone who slept in that room, they they switched rooms a lot. Yes. Anyone who slept in that room had had weird paranormal experiences computers turning on and off uh being scared of reflections one even saw himself with a split tongue and black holes for eyes when he looks into the mirror when he slept in that room and uh basically they blame it on something because in this is a little bit of history and i'm not sure if it's nice kind of history but um when, obviously, in Dutch history, there was a time where we invaded Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And so it was considered very bad luck to get things from Indonesian certain Indonesian people. Yes. Because they said that the Indonesians were so angry with us that they cursed certain items and gave it to the soldiers. Okay. To curse them for generations. Yes. Now, not, not everyone believes this. And uh, eventually, their grandfather had fought in the Indonesian War and he had been given a Chris, a dagger. Yes. Yeah. With the.
0: Yeah, with the the wavy, the the wavy, yeah, the wavy. Yes.
1: So he had been given one of those. And he had considered it bad luck, from what I understand. But eventually, his son, so the, the father of. The household had hung it up in that room, <laughs> point down. Okay. And um, some strange things had happened, like bad bad luck started happening. Like they lost um, all of their money. They uh, their daughter obviously died around this time as well. Wow. And at one point they were walking. There was stairs underneath it because it was in the attic. And they would walk down from the stairs, and all of a sudden, the dagger let go from where it was hanging, fell right in front of them, and landed in between their feet. Yes. So, eventually, this this father got very scared, so he uh, took the dagger to work with him, where they had a hydraulic press, and they destroyed it. Yes. And uh, afterwards, they heard that that was a really bad thing to do, because... They had unleashed whatever was inside the dagger. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they had had, um, th- they were Christian. Uh, so they had their priest come over, and the priest said, Well, I, I sensed this negative en- entity, and he's constantly laughing. And they tried to exercise it, and it did not go anywhere. And then um, later, it was still just being a negative entity in the house. They had someone else come over who was, uh, I believe, a shaman or something, and they also said, like, "This is just an entity that's constantly laughing at you, constantly saying how weak you are," and they try to capture it, try and contain it. Yeah. And from and after that, I came there and I saw that. It was not necessarily contained. It was more like scattered. It was like they had shattered the spirit and trapped it in these invisible panes of energy, almost like there was glass throughout the room and they had caught its reflection everywhere, and to keep it separated. Um, yeah, but it really haunted this family and it really had a negative presence on me as well, because I was there a lot at the time and like weird things would happen like um they had a teenage daughter and she shaved her eyebrows off because she said a voice told her to do it when she was in the attic yeah um but for me the scariest thing that actually for me that kind of proved that it was indeed an a kind of entity or something i'm not sure we um I, I was sleeping in bed and all of a sudden I dreamed that I was in these woods and that I was a goat farmer and then I was uh, tending to my goats with my grandparents when a fire burned and came through, through the woods and burned everything and killed goats and killed my grandparents. And then all of a sudden I was not the the goat farmer, I was the entity that was burning everything yes and I just felt this satisfaction everything burning and everything dying at my touch and uh, well to me it was very scary so I woke up and I see this face the face that I've seen in the attic inches from mine (laughs) right above me I screamed so loud (laughs) yes I I think I woke up my (laughs) neighbours And and yeah, it, it was um, comparable to woods that would be in Indonesia. Yes. When I looked at pictures later of what that looks like, because I started researching the country, because I, I became fascinated by by this story. Yes. And uh, that thing followed several of the family members and would cause bad luck. To to the day I I left. Okay. Eventually, I uh, I left and uh, didn't look back. But through that day, they were still kind of being haunted by this thing. So, so
0: it was really like a curse to the family.
1: Yes, because they 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 say that uh, it, that that there was this legend among the soldiers at the time that the Indonesians cursed them and all of their family for all eternity by giving them items. Yes. So it's obviously not a very flattering thing to think about people that you, <laughs> I, I don't know, it's a, it's a very weird uh, story to me, and uh, but it's one of the scariest things I've ever experienced.
0: It reminds me of a story of one of our guests, I won't mention her name, but one of our guests told us she was in a different country, walking, and then someone, a, a woman with a child, approaches her and tells her, your family is cursed. All of the women in the in your line will be separated from the men. No marriage will be <laughs> will will come to fruition. And she was like, maybe she felt it was a it was a a scam of someone because that person held her hand. And again, co- connecting it to your story, that apparently the the person the person who the stranger who approached her told her the curse is from generations before her. So <laughs> I don't know how they how they do those curses that it goes through the generations and family members. You don't know anything about it, and yet you're affected by the by the sins of the fathers and sins of the the ancestors.
1: Yes, it, it's very interesting uh, because that's it, there's so many facets to the to, to the strange and, and paranormal. Because like this is something so completely different from. Uh, Tree elementals, or um, water elementals, or uh, normal like seeing energy around people—it's—it's it's so completely different from all of it. And yet, it's—I've—I've I've experienced so many facets of the of of the paranormal that it's kind of—it's—it's uh, it's, it's kind of weird for me to uh, to consider that it, everything. It it leaves you thinking like how much of these these things are real? If I have experienced so many already,
0: and how much do you don't know yet?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: If, if, if these, if the, if you've experienced these, what what about the things you haven't experienced that you don't know about? Jamie, let us know if you you have to go. I I, I know you have work after, but
1: because it's a national holiday right now.
0: Okay. Do let us know. Because uh, if you if you leave us talking and asking questions, we can go for five hours.
1: I'm 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 very much the same. There there's just so, <laughs> so much. I find this so fascinating. Yes, this stuff also has, I've also experienced us. so much.
0: I have a, another question again, if you don't mind. Of course, I would like to connect again because um, I'm realizing now that my theory is wrong. But I had this theory that because here in the Philippines, it's kind of normal for people in provinces to accept that there are beings that there are elementals i mean we have built in into our culture when we are probably uh excuse the term when we are pissing outside in the in the forest we have to say mm-hmm. uh excuse me i'm just going to take a piss it's normal for us i mean it's in our culture even if people for us that are in the city we still do that because it's in our culture to say that and in my theory is we are more. We have more elementals here in the Philippines. Just, that's just me. But again, the more I talk to people from different countries who have abilities like you, the more I realize that it's too uh, egocentric for me to to feel that and to say that. And again, from what you're saying, I just want to connect um, uh, what similarities uh, we have with regards to elementals, because here we have uh, similar to. Irish folklore and uh, English folklore, uh, UK folklore, where they have fairies. The, the, what you said, fairies. Um, we have uh, elements we uh, from stories. Uh, Sam has actually seen. Sam, you've seen uh, one of my favorite things. you said while he was in the car, he saw fairies flitting about, uh, dancing. And
2: it's one of the one of the provinces here in, Bata in the Philippines where. It's a rice field and then there's there are like um i don't think that they are fairs i think that there are more nymphs or faith um yeah face that prances around um the the field it was at around like eight or nine in the evening it was a lovely sight to see though it's not scary at all
1: yeah i also uh, love going to the woods because there's certain to, to this day i still have connections to certain uh, trees or rivers or stones—certain C- things can just hold this, these these spirits, and they're absolutely wonderful. And I absolutely adore just kind of being around them. I have a tree right outside my house that has a spirit in it, and he is so grumpy. <laughs> is
0: he also smoking? No, no. We have. We also have the same thing. Here we call them capre and um, samasins.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tree element. It 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 kind of resembles the the trolls that um, on the regular lore's happen, that there are you know big um big people, big men that has like yeah that has hairy scrump, scruffy hair and stuff like that. But here in the Philippines, yeah. But here in the Philippines, though we? Uh-huh. I I think that. Maybe because of the old people that saw them before, that they kind of like think that they are smoking. But right now, with, my, with all of my experiences, it's not really smoking per se, but that's the that scent that they give out, that it smells burnt tree. That's how I saw it. And so I don't know. I, I don't know. Can you tell us more about your experiences with those kind of elementals and how you look at them? because uh, one thing that me me and uh, of course this the, the podcast kind of does is that we want to compare what we have here in the Philippines and like you know think of how does how do you guys from the uh, other countries look
1: at it yeah that's really interesting um well for me there's not that uh, that that sense isn't present but uh we definitely have this this sense that some like well obviously we have like tree huggers here that that yeah. will literally hug trees and say oh i can feel so much energy from it yeah. uh well for me because everything that everything that those people feel to me becomes visual because that that's kind of how the synesthesia works anything yeah. that you can feel uh for, for me anyway that anything that i can feel on the spiritual level becomes sight so i see uh that same aura that i see around people i also see around animals and trees but with trees i can actually see i can actually see spirits moving out of them from time to time i don't know if there are if they are the soul of the tree itself that can actually move maybe that's a thing or if it's uh well most people in my culture would believe that they are fairies or some kind of fake creatures and um well there's a lot of superstition around them some some think it's really scary and we also have the the story similar to what you told me earlier about how they how they tend to t- try and take you away and and take you with them if they're interested in you uh, so we we have those stories too but generally people think they're very magical beings that are they can be vengeful, but they tend to be very scared of humans. They tend to avoid them. That's from, from my visual perspective. That's not what I, what I
0: what you you see. Yeah.
1: yeah, I constantly see them flitting around from tree to tree, but only if a tree is um, old and powerful. I can kind of see th- That's kind of where they live, and uh, so so it's, it's very interesting because I've I've never had any to to my knowledge any negative experiences with them i've Hmm. had one water spirit that we have a a word for them here or a a superstition some believe that they're witches some believe that they are are fairies some believe that they are just a natural phenomenon of mist on water but we call them the white women
0: white women okay so do, do do they manifest as women or do they manifest uh, how, how do you see them sorry
1: Uh this is the only time I, or not not the only time but one of the few times that I've actually seen almost like a person and she was gliding over the water of one of the big rivers here And um yeah she, she I I kind of saw her skimming across the water and I I was so uh, there, there wasn't really any mist or anything there to, yeah. to my knowledge i was in the car and i was driving by so it was really quick but i i saw this thing just gliding above the above. water and yeah. just going at incredible speed just rushing along and uh well oddly enough i did have su- so i don't know if this is connected or not so that's why i've always kind of been like i don't know if this is really a bad experience or not um but we were on our way to a friend's house and when we got got there the flats uh the lights were out there was an electricity problem and we couldn't be in the door because the doors were electric as well and i kind of peered in and it was already dark outside it was dark inside and i peered in and all of a sudden i see behind my reflection or maybe on the other side of the reflection i'm not sure i see this same kind of creature like all all, all in white very tall and um very interesting face to say the least okay. i see kind of appear on the other side of the reflection and uh, that okay, <laughs> I, I i really got a fright because it came out of nowhere all of yeah. a sudden there was this entity that appeared to be the same as the one that I'd seen floating over the water I yeah. felt really like I'd seen something I wasn't supposed to Yeah, like they didn't want me seeing them and they were kind of mad that I'd I seen them and um, and then afterwards immediately after that stopped uh, the lights went on and the doors opened so it's <laughs> and then our friend came down and he was like oh yeah sorry the, the electrics have been faulty so it's yes. uh, yeah I hear stories from people that say that sometimes if you see a spirit and they don't want to be seen, that they can do that. That's kind of the thing that we have here as well. So I'm still not sure if that was what it was or if it was something unrelated because mm. I see so many weird things constantly. <laughs> that...
0: So it's every day. It's every day. <laughs> it
1: gets hard to keep track of. <laughs> yes. It's every day. Every time I walk outside, every time my, and especially during that time in my life, because I was very open, yeah. busy trying to explore it as well. So you can pay extra attention because if I'm outside now, I can kind of tune it out. It's like hearing noise. If, if you're in a crowded room, you can hear lots of noises, but it depends on if you're trying to focus on what you're hearing, then f- things will become clear. You'll hear com- bits of conversation. Whereas if you're trying to, actively tune it up, you won't necessarily pick up any conversations. So I'm guessing it's kind of similar. I I was already focused on it, so I saw more at the time. It's still there, and I know it's there. I can see it, but it's not as active.
0: A quick question again. Um, Here in the Philippines, uh, I find it unique, but again, this this could, I'm not that knowledgeable with, uh, especially in your part of the world. Um we have this city somewhere su- so southern part of the country. We have this city called Sun City. And from all the accounts, of course, these are just oral accounts of people, it's supposed to be this mythical it's this magic magical city where tall buildings and the people who live there are taller and they have no filtrum and uh they have it it seems like a rich city, but people haven't don't see that city. It's like a hidden city, and again, from the stories, they feel they are um, elementals. Uh, do you have any similar beliefs, or have you seen <laughs> anything like that when you go through the woods? Do you see like a, a, an advanced civilization or an advanced city or?
1: I've personally never experienced it, but I do know that um, there's a lot of stories, especially around England and Ireland and, uh, you know, kind of the Celtic cultures. um, That there was this race of fae creatures, the she, and that they were very advanced. And that there's actually some theories that they are what people describe as aliens and that they lived among, amongst humans for a while and they used to teach them until there was this death on the side of the sheet that was caused by humans. And so they decided to leave, they decided that humans aren't worth teaching and they decided to abandon us. And they went to a parallel dimension where they still live. And every once in a while, you will kind of see a glimpse of this and of them. And the question is, do they consider us worthy yet? Some people are hoping that they might someday forgive us, and that they will come back and teach us things. And there's people that say, well, they don't want to, or that they've died out. But this story of the She people, a similar version of this, can be found across the world. It's on so many different parts of the world. You you will hear a similar story of this happening. Of you know, some people believe that. Uh, the same happened with, you know, I think it's even in one of those Indiana Jones movies, I think the fourth, that they say, oh, aliens taught these people something very advanced. And based on that, they kind of, yeah, you know, what, what's the word? Based on that, they kind of learned stuff. And then afterwards, the, the, the aliens went away. Uh, so you can see across the world kind of this similar theme of advanced race of beings that eventually left us.
0: The The weird thing for us here is because uh, people who've seen, uh, this is a technically a second-hand story from one of our co-hosts before, that her grandmother back in the 60s or back in the 70s, back in the 70s maybe, she was walking home. Uh, this this supposed to be hidden city is somewhere, again, southern part of the Philippines. And it, it was a province. It was it was really a province. And she was walking home from church and suddenly she saw tall buildings all around her, shiny tall buildings. And she couldn't explain it. And she hasn't been to the central city in the Philippines, the, the capital of the Philippines, where there were tall buildings. She hadn't been there. She hadn't seen it. And for her to describe it, without having seen that city. I mean, probably the electricity there was... uh, They didn't have a television that's from the story. And for her to see that and describe that, she's describing a very modern city, and she had no idea of what that was. And again, this is very interesting because collectively, different parts of the world have the same story. And again, you would begin to think there's probably some truth to it.
1: This is very fascinating. I
2: have a question, Jamie, because you, you you mentioned a while ago about um, when you were with this group and they were trying to train you, um, you mentioned that there was a, the, the entity that you saw is as well tall and a little bit grayish blue kind of you on it, right? Yeah. Do you feel or do you think that um, this is the she that the the, the the lore of uk and the rest of europe shares like do you think that this is that's them
1: uh that, that's a good question i'm i'm not entirely sure because uh the Shia usually described as humanoid but kind of like with very slender features and and kind of beautiful it's like where um in, in like fantasy games, like with uh, Dungeons and Dragons and stuff where, where the elves are kind of based on, and uh, this was more bulky, this, this was um, huge eyes, kind of almost square features, and so that doesn't really match, but it's definitely an interesting theory that it might be something similar to that.
2: Yeah, cause the, cause, like for example, on the the history of what of, of that mythical city that we have here in the Philippines, they are as well described as um, very tall humanoids. So that's one thing that we are. I'm like, for example, for me personally, I'm really interested about because I feel or um a lot of people feel that there is indeed that kind of uh, extra the the dimension the, the other dimension that we are you know uh, that we have in connected to each other because um with your story and how you describe them and as well on how the just central europe describes the the she and our Biringen, um um history it they all kind of look the same tall slender yeah so uh, th- that's one thing that we want actually like me personally that's one one thing that I want to learn about, because um, if you you said with with their stories that they are just waiting for people to be prepared or be ready for them to come back and you know and have them teach us, so yeah, that's one thing that I'm really interested about.
0: Sam actually want wanted to travel to that area and see for himself. <laughs> Because he want he he said if there's someone who could see this it's probably me because again he has that sensitivity.
1: Yeah, I I know exactly how you feel. I have the same with with the uh with, with the Sheedan in England and Ireland because I myself am half English. I mean, as you, I mean, this probably won't be. I mean, it's not visible or anything, but like obviously, I I'm not. I don't look completely Dutch. <laughs> yes because i'm part indian okay and so uh, my family lives in england so i'm I'm there a lot and i've seen i've I've seen some amazing things in england so i kind of want to uh, i do someday want to take the time to kind of study and and head there and see if i can find these locations where they say oh you see the sheep people a lot here and see if i can see (laughs) i have have the exact same thing i'm very fascinated by it and not like if anyone's going to see it, we 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 have a good chance of seeing it because we already yeah. see stuff like
0: yes. this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Here in the Philippines, we have. I'm uh, again. These are probably called witch doctors in your in your in your part of the world, or I don't know if we have these uh male witch doctors or female witch doctors. And uh, I was talking to one guy who was uh, who lived near that that secret city and. His grandfather was a, a witch doctor and his grandfather would say, because I would prod him and say, ask your grandfather some more stories about that place. And his grandfather would say, uh, no, they will know. If I say, I've been there. The grandfather said, I've been there and I don't want to talk about it because they will find out and there are repercussions to that. And that grandfather actually said, um, again, this will segue to another question. The grandfather said that he had uh, spirit guides. You could say spirit guides, but they actually like have a what's the proper term for that? They have a relationship where he uses his knowledge and strength from those spirits or entities, because they're probably entities, and they take away something from him. It it might be a part of your life force, part of your sometimes children. So he's lost a child because of this and he stopped because of that. So is it similar with you? Have you have you experienced or Communicated with a like a spirit guide it doesn't have to be actually a, a human spirit, but again entities from 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 the wild who like advise you and give you um, tips or give you knowledge, and in return they ask for something.
1: Uh, well, I've not had that they ask for something. I I have had experiences with. Um, some people, I actually do this for, for some of my friends on occasion, I can kind of channel people, kind of ch- channel entities. It's not pleasant for me to do because it kind of pushes me to the background. So I, it feels like I'm uh, being pushed away. My my identity, my, my personality, everything gets pushed to the background in, so that these people can talk. But uh, they there are definitely entities that choose to help us and mine i i have one that actually helps me her name is sarah and she is very different from me and she kicks my ass whenever whenever i misbehave she'll she'll she, if i don't sleep enough she'll, she'll be like uh well you, you know you're you're being an idiot yeah. if you don't if you don't sleep she'll, she'll be really uh harsh she was really harsh about me to, to uh to, sometimes i talk with a friend about her and she'll just kind of involuntarily she, she'll kind of ask me like can i say something to your friend mm. and then off, afterwards i hear like oh, she was really harsh on you <laughs>
0: <laughs> so is your spirit guide uh like a, a human spirit before or is it like an from from the elements from an earth element or a sp- Element? Would who, you know?
1: Um, well, I, I have two. I have one that is a nature spirits and earth spirits. Yeah. Um, and I, I probably have some more, but uh, usually people have have like a few. Yes. But yes. Uh, Sarah herself claims claims to be someone who was around during the Second World War, mm-hmm. and she lived in England, and she grew up to be a nurse. And then eventually, in the sixties, she had passed on. And uh, she she she's kind of a very outgoing personality, whereas I'm a bit more quiet by nature. Um yeah, so so she, she she's kind of uh, pe- people say that when I channel her that they immediately see this change in. And the way I act and stuff, and also when I do it for for their guides, they say that each guide, I will act completely Definitely. different. And yeah. I myself can't really focus on the memory of it. Everything becomes very hazy. Like I'm vaguely aware of talking. but it's um it's not really me. everything gets kind of pressed out, and this very identity of this other entity that's talking is very. But, I rarely do it because i don't i've I've had some bad experiences with it, so i I don't do it unless I really have to like unless I really sense that someone is in need of talking to their spirit guides
0: so have you experienced something like that that you felt your spirit guides or your your elemental guides protect you or?
1: Uh, well, mostly that's uh, I. I don't know if that's one of my guardians, but I've, of course, like I said earlier, I have this. Uh, yeah. I used to have that cat that would sit on me. Um. Other than that, I'm not really sure. Um, because I don't really remember this kind of mm, stuff. Yeah. When it happens, because in you, you kind of blackouts, like, like, yeah, with time experience. So, yeah. So I've, I've had that my i I know there was this one spirit that we talked to for a while with that group and um he was a spirit that he he claimed he was kind of outside of time and uh he he was or he or she was by no means a, a nasty spirit but was very uh forceful in certain things like if if thought that something needed to be done a certain way they would kind of demand it especially with that group because they were kind of trying to um, fix energies on a global scale so they would kind of do big projects where all of us would kind of like combine our powers Mm -hmm. to try and accomplish stuff. Yeah. Eventually that turned out to be not very healthy for me at all.
0: (laughs) It was taxing.
1: Yes and also if you in, if you kind of go down that path you you can kind of lose sight of what uh, reality is like because you can start to uh, because everyone is kind of encouraging things you can kind of get in this weird place of illusion rather than what is actually around you. Yeah. You can start to yeah almost, almost hallucinate. I don't quite know how to explain it but stuff yeah. becomes less and less accurate and less based in reality and what you see and feel and more on um, kind of
0: different level, yeah. A different and, plane. and
1: mental tensions almost. So that for me was not uh and eventually I had a falling out with that group because they broke my trust when I was channeling. Yeah. Because um I I said some things about one of the them, what or rather the person that I was channeling said some things to another person that was accurate for him he 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 felt it was accurate but it was kind of, he was kind of being called out it was kind of, they were kind of like well you know you're complaining about certain things that are on you but they said it very forcefully so someone else uh started kind of attacking me and then when i snapped out of it all of a sudden this person is yelling at me yeah and I got really scared. So I said, "Stop, stop, stop." And they kept going because they, uh, they well, they didn't know if they were still talking to me or to the yes. being that was being channeled. Charlie. So I got really frightened by that. So after that, I quit because it was a bit too much for me. Yes, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is this is uh, too confrontational, and all, afterwards that person didn't even want to apologize for what they've done because they said, "Well, it was my right to defend that person." And uh, well, but I, I still felt very threatened at that moment, so that was not pleasant. But I yeah, it, it's it's kind of uh, the, the the channeling is it's, it's a very weird thing because in that time she would sometimes my, my spirit guide would sometimes come out yes without me asking, and she would kind of <laughs> yell at people who were <laughs> being nasty to me. She she would like also,
0: but she was protecting you. She was protecting you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also against some of those spirits that we were talking to at the time, who, who all claimed at least to be very big spirits, but yes. very powerful. And and she would just be like, I don't care what you say. <laughs> if you want to keep if you want to keep talking through her or with yeah. her, then you better back off.
0: Yeah. I like her.
1: Yeah, she, she, yeah. But, yeah she, she, she's, she's very feisty, friendly, and uh, every, everyone that meets her really likes her. They're, they're all like, oh, she's, she's a very nice, uh, um, protective woman.
0: Yes, I hope if she's there now, we come in peace. We only, we only seek to learn more.
1: Yeah, she, she's. Uh, I, I don't know what that's like, but she's kind of like on the edges of my periphery. she's kind of. Looking along with me sometimes. Yes, yeah.
0: I think Sam feels it. I felt that. <laughs> I I don't feel anything, but I but I think Sam feels it. <laughs> he feels the protection. But again, to 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 your spirit guides, we become in peace. We only seek to know more about, again, the different uh, elements around the, around the different cultures because we find it so interesting to hear similar stories across across the across the seas. I bring it back to our elementals here. Do you also have, um, it's 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 in Ireland, eh? um, the elves, the s- smaller people, do you have that also? Have you seen or have you experienced something like that?
1: Uh, yes, I I've, I've definitely think so. I was, um, because those nature spirits can kind of take on a lot lots of different shapes. I've seen things that I might consider to be like, um, it's not leprechauns, it's, uh, some something similar it's uh the, like the the ones with the red pointy hats, yes they uh in those they call them cabalders
0: cabalders yes oh, okay
1: and kind of like gnomes i yes I guess. kinda
0: like gnomes yes
1: and uh so so i've 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 seen those but they're they're kinda of hard because they like to hide they like to hide behind stuff so you can't I've seen them run from place to place, but not really have a good look at them. Uh, But mostly the spirits are kind of shapeless. Every once in a while, the the tree spirit outside that I was talking about. The the,
0: the grumpy one.
1: uh, Yes, the grumpy one will take a shape of almost like this huge green man with a beard. (laughs) And he will just... uh, He's... uh, it's, it's really, I, I, I find him very lovely he's, he's very uh, he, 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 he can get kind of fed up with the neighbourhood that, that, that we're in yeah. and he'll, he'll kind of come around and complain and he lo- absolutely loves it when people take care of their garden or take care of plants and he'll kind of bestow gifts on them mm-hmm. he'll kind of give them energy boosts or, or something he'll give them li- little presents
0: Gold? <laughs>
1: give, give. Gold? <laughs> no. If, if only. No, he. he um, I don't know how he does it, but he has this habit of. I actually have one in a jar. I've got a closed ecosystem. But he has this habit of giving small seeds of energy, almost that turn into little spirits. Mm. That will kind of look after plants and stuff, and he'll kind of okay. drop them or give this the or they give birth. He he gives you seeds, and they yeah. do different things depending on what he thinks you need. So uh, it's very interesting. Uh, like for instance, we have a lot of dog walkers here, mm-hmm. so people will walk their dogs, and they yeah. will let the dogs pee on the tree because it's <laughs> like one of the two. and he will get so upset he will he will be cursing at the dogs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at the dog owners or if people are talking on their cell phones really loud under him if they're standing under the tree and they're kind of talking on the cell phone really loud he'll complain about them to anyone who will listen which is usually just me because
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're nearby yeah.
1: <laughs> yes I'm, I'm not sure if he if he knows any other people that can actually hear him, I don't know yeah. if he cares, but he'll he'll come to me and complain about. Oh, did you hear that noisy person <laughs> outside? Uh, there's a disrespectful standing under my tree, disturbing my rest, and yes. uh, he'll he'll kind of complain. And I think it's really funny, but uh, he, he doesn't always come by. Every, every once in a while, he'll kind of come out of his tree. He likes to sit, sit there and kind of be be there. It doesn't leave
0: very often. It reminds me again of another story we, we heard. I actually saw this. Again, I'm telling you, the, uh, it's part of our culture. The belief in these elementals are part of our culture. I worked for a, like a real estate uh, firm. We had to shoot a video. And we had to go do an ocular recce to see the, the place where when we were, where were we supposed to shoot. And they showed us this big, large tree in the middle of the road. Of the subdivision. So if you can imagine, you have a road, a normal road where cars pass by. And right in the middle, there's a big tree and they built like a wall around it. They didn't cut down the tree. (laughs) They built a wall around it. And below the tree, there are two chairs. (laughs) There are two chairs. So, So the developer was telling us, oh, because our water diviner told us to do that because there's a tree elemental who lives there. And sometimes the tree elemental would go down from the tree and, like you mentioned, sit down somewhere. So they put gave gave that elemental chairs. So it it's part again. It's part of our culture. It, we we accept it. Sometimes we accept it as is. So that's very funny that you say that he sometimes goes down and sits somewhere, because <laughs> that.
1: I I do think that's uh, I I think that's better than what we do because in in my culture it's very um. It's it's not often talks about and it's not often uh, accepted at, at all, really. I mean, it's it, people accept that we feel the way we do. People with similar gifts that they're like, oh, OK, well, I, I appreciate that you see that or feel that. But at the same time, they won't acknowledge it. Or feel, they're just like, oh, these are very um, floaty people. <laughs> they kind of float up in the cl- heads in the clouds. Or, and, and they won't take it seriously like uh, for instance they cut down parts of the trees every once in a while here, so that the road is still clear and um, they don't care that uh, several people that feel the way that I feel and I can sense that stuff that they all say like the trees don't like it when you come without asking permission yes, yes. and you cut off their, their branches that they work so hard on yeah. um, and they, they it,
0: the government, they, they don't really care about that. They don't, they don't care. Yeah. They don't mind. They ju- just think about progress. Yeah. So, be- uh, before I skip to another question, this reminds me again of another story from Sam that a friend um, asked him to, Hey, come visit me. I'll give you drinks. We'll, we'll drink on it. Of course, alcoholic beverage. So, <laughs> Sam said, Okay. <laughs> so, he went to that friend's house and suddenly, they kind of uh, tricked him because the neighbor's child was crying incessantly. It couldn't sleep. It kept crying through the night. And so Sam, knowing something, knowing some stuff about it, he brought some salt and he went through the house. Long story short, he, found, he stumbled upon this large, tall, dark shadow. And then his immediate question was, where's the tree? Did you cut down the tree? And true enough... They cut down a tree beside the house or outside the house. And he could see the ecosystem. He could see the figures, the creatures affected by that tree. And he said, you're lucky. That's the only thing that Elemental is doing. It's bothering your child. Because again, I I was telling, I heard a story of a mother. They cut down a tree. They built a house and that mother died. Unexplainably, they couldn't explain it because they felt that from the, again from the witch doctors who looked at it, um, the, it was a vengeful elemental. They cut down the the tree, it 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 hit back on the mother, and the mother died. Have you heard or experienced anything like that? Oh, vengeful or angry elementals, or mostly they're good with you.
1: <laughs> uh, with me, they're usually good. I've, I've actually, like I said, i I've, I've rarely ever experienced anything unpleasant they usually uh especially when i was younger now nowadays unfortunately they don't ask as much but they used to really ask me to come and join them and and kind of um uh, um uh, come to the woods with them and i was very tempted um but uh nowadays it's uh it's not less but they still kind of uh communicate with me it's always kind of pleasant they, they can sometimes be scared if people have been hurting the trees in a forest like we went to a grove in England and it was this amazing nature walk with some ancient ruins nearby and I saw so many fairies and entities and elementals I I saw so many of them Uh, but the further I walked the more upset they got they got kind of cranky and they were they said, we don't actually want you to go this way because we don't know if we can trust you. Uh, but obviously, you know, uh, I, I was I, I was with, with a friend and they were like, oh, no, let's keep walking because I want to hear more about what's going to happen if we keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they didn't actually do anything horrible, but uh, we did then find that a whole part of the forest had been cut down to make a room for kind of like a trailer park, oh, yeah. and uh, that that's why the why the spirits were so upset. They were they were like, well, we've been hurt by humans, and we don't know if we can trust you. And eventually, they um, when they saw how upset I was when I came to that part where they would cut all the trees and where they built a trailer park, they were like, well, we accept you. But at that point, I was. Very, I, we had to leave and I was also so upset Yes. that we just kind of walked away and they respected that and uh, we, oh, I went back to my parents and we, we kind of went in the car and we left because I was very heartbroken to see that whole forest filled with these ancient trees with all these powerful ancient spirits just be cut down for something as I don't know yes,
0: for, for a trailer park
1: Yes, it, it, it felt so undignified.
0: Well from what you know, do these spirits like transfer to other trees or do they like move on or do they like
1: some some transfer to other trees, sometimes uh, they they get stuck in the wood. I, had, really? I bought a wooden cup once. It was like a chalice made out of wood. Mm-hmm. And I could sense that there was a spirit in it, so I bought it. I mm. put it down and I look after it because I was like, I know that you're in there and I know that you're of stuck in this piece of wood, and I I wanted to look after yes. it, and if uh, ev- eventually uh, it it kind of warmed up to me, and uh, it it doesn't ever say much, but it's it's kind
0: of you feel it there, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, eventually I lost the cup because um, I had I had to move houses, and I got lost in the move. It uh, it ended up with someone else, but I still think about it, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but sometimes they go, the, sometimes they do move on. They they told me about this place that they, I think they consider it the afterlife, or if you like leave in, um, if, if you hear from like the Australian indigenous people from mm. Australia, they call it the dreamscape. It's kind of similar. The dreamscape, yes. They say that they can go there in their dreams or they can choose to stay there permanently. And they call it, I think it's like the eternal garden or something. There wasn't really, They didn't really have a word for what it was, but it was like the eternal forest or the eternal, the eternal green. <laughs> and they said that their spirits go there to, to dream collectively. And that uh, if they die, they can choose to go there and stay there.
0: That was part one of our conversation with Jamie. I hope you stay tuned for part two, where she shares a lot more of her experiences with the paranormal world in Amsterdam and in the UK. We are nerds when it comes to finding out how the paranormal world operates in other countries. What do they look like? How do they interact? Are they as malevolent and capricious as they are here in the Philippines? We try to find out more in the next episode. And as of this recording, we actually got to talk with another person who sees auras as well, this time based in the Philippines, and is actually a medical practitioner. We've also connected Jamie and Doc Aura in the hopes that they discuss their gifts from different perspectives. Do you have some form of synesthesia as well? It doesn't necessarily have to be supernatural-related, but some people see colors when they eat, some people see numbers when they smell, So that mix is different for everybody. If you feel like sharing your story with us, email us at paranormalsph at gmail.com and let's try to find out more about synesthesia. The Paranormal Podcast is engineered and produced by F90 Productions. When you can, please rate and review our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or whichever platform you prefer. Like we said, every little like and subscribe goes a long way to Fuel Us! to keep doing this thank you for listening and please stay safe